Guys, 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 are you looking for a top-notch local video production and design agency company? Well, look no further, because Gorilla Graphics Design Agency can provide you with top-tier effects and production value. We have everything you can ask for, including professional equipment and a stellar end product from top to bottom. That's right. I said we have everything to ask for that you can ask for, because I'm actually going to be part of this team, this uh this great professional top-notch product that is Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. Um, we're having the CEO on today, Jaden Swales, and uh, I'm going to be working with him and the team, and we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. I'm going to be editing, manning the behind-the-scenes type of stuff, and it's going to be excellent. It's going to be great seeing um, what we come up with. So if you want more, head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all of your design needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. Again, guys, don't miss out. If you are looking for your next project or video to get done and you don't know where to start, contact us. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events that you see in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late-night hip-hop shows. This company has been working closely at this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So if you're looking to plan your next gig or event, Head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. <laughs> Starting the flame of the podcast. Signature. This is me starting the oven. Starting the stove fireplace. Yeah. Fire ignite. You had, a, you had a really good first clap there. That was a good one. That was just like... All right, let's go. Hey, that's that video production <laughs> that's magic. Right. You know, we get good at the claps. The clap. That was a shitty clap. That yeah. was a bad example anyways <laughs> <laughs> Jaden swales everybody uh ceo of gorilla graphics design agency one of our sponsors one of our favorite by far one of our favorite sponsors oh, out of the two i <laughs> 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 did say man oh dude doing good um it's been crazy busy this summer honestly it's yeah. been like one of those summers where it just like kind of feels like it's never gonna end um and yeah i don't know i've loved it it's been very stressful, very busy, but I've loved every second of it, you know, so fuck yeah, can't that's, complain. That's awesome, man. Well, excuse me, to start the episode, we should announce um, we're in the final stages. By the time this episode comes out, we'll probably be, um, I think it'd be safe to say we'll probably be there. Yeah. Um, I'm officially going to be um, employed yeah. by Gorilla Graphics. I'm going to be editing videos for you, helping, you know, and also helping out in any way you need um and yeah man uh this is the official announcement of that i'm really excited to do it yeah dude me too honestly i've needed i've needed your help for so long i've just been too scared to ask you know <laughs> one of those things damn for are, real well not like scared in like uh in like a I think you're gonna hurt me way or anything like sure, that just sure. like nervous you know to like like get to that point where it's like okay i need somebody else to help me sure you know and um so it's just like the business that you like start growing and everything and then it gets to a point where you eventually like starts going to middle school and then you're like oh shit you know like <laughs> starts going to middle school. yeah in the journey of a business i don't know what the <laughs> classes are for every the that was, stages that was a funny analogy like i i, I clicked I'm in saying, my brain i understood but like, that was <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's like it's finally growing up you know it's finally getting there uh no but you know i've i've likewise been interested in your business for a long time like i you know i've i have also kind of wanted to just build my craft mm -hmm. and you know advance in school and be able to really present because you know i'm and you know i will admit like 
I'm not done with my degree. I'm still in the learning process myself. You know, I've you know, like I've recently um, like been directing. I we directed uh, or I directed uh, helped direct a project um, for yeah. like the fight for air um, type of stuff. And it was like a whole corporate video that we did. And like you know, there were a lot of times where I manned the command on that. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm constantly learning things too. Yeah. Um, but you know, and I I think that's you know likewise between us. I think we yeah. both have that. And I think that's why um, you know I I've just had that interest in you so i'm really glad that i was able to talk to you and we were able to really figure this all out i'm really excited for the things to come man yeah me too dude me too it's gonna we're gonna do some pretty awesome things i think um yeah no and well like you were saying too just like learning things like in the you know i've been this like i think december will be my fourth year running this business so you know it's getting to that point where it's like um within five years businesses fail so like i'm coming up to that fifth year you know so i think this is just like another step forward to just be able to keep going and um like you said just like constantly learning new things every day like that's another reason why i'm really glad that we're working together is because i think we will be able to learn things off of each other and like do different you know effects or whatever it is different editing styles for like whatever you know our videos may need yeah, exactly. Well, I think I think collaboration is superior. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all, nine times out of ten. I mean, you you do find that valuable rare gem where somebody does it ninety five plus percent themselves. But right. like generally, you think of an, almost any great production, there's some kind of collaboration involved. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, with film especially, you need to have a team, like an entire team of people manning something. Oh, absolutely. Well, and just the idea of trying to do everything yourself is where like a lot of people start to fall off because like Mm. i mean that's what i've been doing for a while and it sucks man like it makes you not (laughs) want to do it anymore sometimes you know and um so again just like being able to have people that you can count on and and do stuff like um creatively with is just so so powerful it's key man it It, really is it really is really is key um excuse me jesus oh dude so gross <laughs> god cut it start over let's go <laughs> i'm just kidding dude i was in the let's middle let's try and see how many burps we can get in this podcast <laughs> let's how have about a that? counter let's have, I, <laughs> god i'm gonna spend an enormous then, amount of time just by the kidding. end but yeah by the end of the podcast whoever has the most burps wins <laughs> we're both drinking ipas too hey, cheers by the way cheers, man, man. Oh, i'm so glad we're doing this me too I'm you know to be I, and you know i i like you said you're really busy this summer i'm glad that we finally like got you in here because yeah i felt like they were like five times in a row <laughs> where i was just like all right i'm just gonna we're just gonna figure it out at some point you know? yeah uh, absolutely <laughs> yeah you always do you know you never yeah. know just gotta roll with the punches every once in a while yeah well and that's another really valuable thing i've learned like just with you know with podcasting too but like also with video is mm-hmm. like it 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 really is a career where you have to learn to roll with the punches oh yeah like and you know and that goes back to like uh the people who like do everything themselves Mm -hmm. i feel like and i i struggle with this too like you have a vision and you want so you want to do everything in your possible power to make it exactly like it is and the more you do video the more you realize that that's just not gonna happen right they say your film dies three times when you when you create it write it when you film it and when you edit it like it just becomes completely different beast almost in a way because you have different people you got different masters to serve you have <laughs> number two baby oh I fucking... anyways continue sorry i had i had to i'm just gonna let him out now dude <laughs> that's fucking great dude oh, that's no but awesome. that, you were going on a really good point i want to let you finish i'm sorry <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you're fine. Um, fuck. But you know, it's a. Uh, it dies three times. It yes, like, yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, killing your darlings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, really just being able, like, being able to be flexible with things and be able to remove yourself from the project and think of it in a bigger picture type of sense. Yeah. Well, not only that, but also just like like you said getting the crew like making sure everybody's comfortable there because like mm. there's always those things where you hear about film sets being like really shitty to their staff yeah. and stuff like that um that's my worry no not too bad but like i i do feel like i have that sense of humor sometimes yeah where, like i i think i'm pretty good about it for the most part i don't really go about, go out there that's what the podcast is for right though. yeah yeah but i do that's worry right. about that sorry i just interrupted no you you're point. good you're good dude um yeah i mean just like making sure everybody's taken care of you know just uh yeah um they're comfortable you don't want to ever put anybody in a situation where they don't want to be there because you're not going to get good video and you know whatever it may be but um yeah i think that's hugely important and um i feel like in des moines anyways like a lot of the film makers and video videographers and photographers around here are all really good at making people comfortable mm. and i think you know that's like why a lot of them succeed in getting clients and stuff like that too um and yeah yeah that's very true you know uh i had young creatives in the studio mm-hmm. um like couple like six months ago probably and the thing that they emphasized that really stuck out to me was like food like make sure that like people are fed yep and when we did that tinder gang i really felt like um (laughs) you 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 had food i thought you had some snacks and stuff i I think that really helped like i I think like towards the end of the night there were people back there like just kind of munching like still you know gave them energy kept them you know in it Oh, absolutely. Well, that's the thing, too. A lot of people don't realize is that, like, when you are on a film set, like, a lot of the time you're just kind of standing around, you know, like, you're in the middle of a scene or um, you're trying to get this one part on a music video, you know, and there's something weird that's happening or crazy. And it just like you end up standing around a lot and you kind of don't even end up thinking about eating at all. Um, So, like, yeah, that's actually a really good point that, like, having food is, like, such a big thing just to, like, again, make more people comfortable and... um, safe you know on on set yeah well and you know going back to like talking about like iowa film um i haven't actually seen any of it but uh you know i saw some promo work for like the 48 hour film fest oh yeah and stuff like that and that you know just that face value that looked really cool where did you end up doing something with that i don't remember so i did previously um shout out to chase stein um he's another creator um in our community and uh yeah, he did both of the most recent um, 48-hour film festivals. And me, just being a dumbass, I you know agreed to do all of them and then had to cancel at the last minute. So I feel bad not being there, but they did such a great job, and I'm so happy for them. And I'm pretty sure that they got best or yeah best of city twice or something like that oh, or, fa- wow. or fan favorite it was something along those lines but but i watched both videos and i was just so happy that they accomplished all of that because it, they look great they look awesome so so what's the key to doing 48 hours straight so i've only done it once and i was an assistant director on it so i don't okay. really feel like my knowledge of it is that is that I great see. so you weren't like up all hours of the night kind of just helping i mean out. i was there for probably most of the 48 hours but okay. not all 48 hours because i had to work both both times um uh, for the most recent ones and even for the one that i was a part of um which was last year um it was still i had to work so it was just kind of you know just hard to be there at all times but um i was there on the day of filming like normally it's like a friday saturday 
Um, so like you do all the filming one day, you do the writing the night before, um, mm-hmm. and just, uh, so yeah, I was pretty much there. I did a lot of set design, um, and just set up for the cameras and lighting and stuff like that on, um, last year's 48 hour one with Chase Stein. It's a uh, twin sun pictures. Um, so yeah, if you go on the 48 hour website, I'm pretty sure that they list like the nominees and everything. So you can see the video there, um, or on YouTube. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Is that that's is that a nationwide thing or just iowa no it's definitely a nationwide thing but they do it per city i'm pretty sure or like per state i'm not sure exactly but they like so you do it through your city and then through the state and then national sure um and your video basically whatever you do in the 48 hours it just keeps going through the the stages so it goes from like middle school to like high school and then after that college yeah med school national college and then (laughs) your face when i was saying that was just so straight face you're like "Mm, yeah yeah i was just like i was like looking at you to see if you're kidding it i was like uh, i was just like okay he's going he's going face great poker face dude i used to play poker when i was a kid really yeah when i was at camp we would play texas Hold'em. we had chips and everything no way. When i was like fucking 10 so yeah, i always loved the idea of poker when i was a kid and i always tried to play it like bought all the chips and everything but i never really like actually played it for real um but i love blackjack i will say that but see blackjack i feel like you have less control over well and you're not playing against players you're playing against the casino exactly exactly texas Hold'em, you can um you know, it's it's really, really the art of Texas Hold'em is not even, it's realizing it's not even about your cards, it's about your opponent. Right, Like, yeah. you're literally just playing your opponent, you're playing the poker face. Like, it, it really does come, like, they say poker face is a joke, but it really does it come really down is. to it. Yeah. Um, no, I've always, uh, I, well, okay, so I've always loved poker, um, but I always only played it for fun. I never actually played it for, like, money yeah, or anything me like neither. that. Yeah, um, but I want then, to, but fuck. <laughs> I know, right? I don't got money for that shit. I'm trying to buy cameras, bro. <laughs> I can't. He's trying to sell them too. So yeah, if you I want. am actually trying to sell some cameras. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, uh, I will say, so on the podcast last time, I remember I talked about Vegas and how um, amazing it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, but there, the only thing I gambled um, at all was blackjack. And I did some like slots and stuff too, but um, blackjack was the one game where I was like, okay, I get this. Like, you know, playing it as a kid, playing poker, Texas Hold'em, stuff like that. Um, but I've always wanted to count cards like i've always wanted to learn how to do that so like <laughs> well i remember when i was in vegas i like put some money down on the table and like went down and up as it goes you know and i just remember thinking to myself like why would i play this when i could literally just count <laughs> like why would i just risk playing just the game by itself so i'm literally like in the hotel room like the like the night after that like learning how to count cards like reading google shit and like obviously i couldn't learn it in that amount of time <laughs> But I was just, like, fascinated by the, the fact that you can have an advantage over the casino. Because casino, casinos fucking suck, dude. Like, other than the hotel rooms, they pretty much suck. Like, they just <laughs> suck out money from people. And it's, like, yeah. that's what made me, like, realize that Vegas is such, like, a depressing city to be in. Like, even for fun. Like, 
that's why people can only go a couple days because eventually you get to a point where you just fucking hate everything around you and yourself and you're just like i need to get the fuck out of this city (laughs) (laughs) is you think it's like overindulgence oh absolutely okay absolutely it's sin city like people go there and they think they can literally do whatever they want because they basically can Yeah, that must be a joke being a cop in Vegas. Right. I mean, you're well, like, what are you all besides like petty crimes and murder? Yeah. And sex trafficking, probably a lot of that. Yeah. Well, yeah. We don't have to get all into that. So back to blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> so counting cards is actually not that hard <laughs> if you think about it. <laughs> uh, no, but that is just a really dark underside of Vegas. Yeah. Don't That's you like, think it's decreased though because it's legalized? Probably. I would hope so. You know, I would I think would it'd be less than like somewhere well, it, like here. Is it legal though? so prostitution is legal in vegas and like in whatever county that is yeah it's it's i'm sure the laws for it are just books full of like what you can and can't do and stuff like that yeah well i mean so i mean obviously there's underage trafficking which is gonna happen everywhere but i would think that like the the you know the quote-unquote like black market sex trafficking would be you know, in theory, that would be less because it's legalized. I don't know. I'd be curious. I mean, I, we don't have an assistant here to pull it up. But I mean, yeah. I, would be, I guess I'd be curious if that was decreased. Yeah, I don't know. I did see, though, that there's this, like, movie coming out. Um, it's called the... Or it's called Beyond the Neon. And it's hmm. about um, sex trafficking in Vegas. Oh, okay. Um, and it looks pretty interesting. Like, it looks pretty crazy to see, like, that side of things. Because, like, I, like, obviously from the last podcast, like, had my run-in with that. And, like, yeah. not even realizing how bad it really could be down there. Um, even if it is getting better, you know, I'm sure that it's still happening illegally regardless. Um, so, yeah. It's a pretty, uh, pretty dark topic, man. <laughs> so, Blackjack and... So twos through sixes are a pl- or negative one, right? Seven through nines are a zero. <laughs> Tens and higher are plus one. God no, damn. no, that's backwards. I don't fucking know, dude. I sucked at counting cards. <laughs> uh, this is the second podcast in a row I've had the guests be like, anyways, let's. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh, I'm losing shit. it. I'm yeah, losing. No, you're good, man. <laughs> Just like that's re- it's very real shit that probably should be brought up more often so that people. I agree. You know, I agree. I like. Um. I know. Like pedophilia is really uncomfortable for oh, a lot of people. Fuck. All right. So blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> blackjack is uh, uh. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. It's frowned upon. Unlike pedophilia. <laughs> not illegal uh, dude i cannot find the thing it, my voice keeps going in and out on this thing i keep rotating this like it's a disco ball oh is it like off its thing i don't know exactly shit dude no i think i don't know which side is the oh there we go yeah, there we go it's fuck. sideways you it's gotta have it sideways God I, don't, damn it. I don't know dude <laughs> <laughs> this is this is why i have the podcast just to give the illusion that i'm talking to a guest i really it's just my voice but re- in reality of, this yeah. is all cgi <laughs> and your own voice hi this is coleman McAllister. <laughs> i spend weeks editing these episodes <laughs> you wouldn't know you wouldn't know 
<laughs> Gorilla Graphics is actually not even real. It's just <laughs> all CGI. <laughs> it's actually my company that I invented. <laughs> yeah. I just made up a sponsor so I'm I could seem cool. <laughs> here that Coleman has created. Coleman is my father. <laughs> you know, I don't know if this is real, but I was watching this video the other day of like um these like robot soldiers. Yeah, dude. Have you seen that shit? Bro, robot soldiers, robot dogs, anything that can respond to human actions like that, like where you can like kick it over and stuff like that. Garbage. <laughs> garbage Dude, can. Throw it in the garbage can. <laughs> yeah, just get rid of it. No need. Boston technology is like that. It's cool, don't get me wrong. The mechanics behind it has to be absolutely insane, but like Nah, just just trash it, dude. Just work on like new types of gelatin or something. I don't know. <laughs> some new, some kind of new type of way that we can all eat food and water. And make nuts. new video cameras. Yeah, make, yeah, How yeah. About- cheap. Make some reds for like five hundred bucks. Like, <laughs> come on, you can do that. Spend your time on that. Then <laughs> everybody can have good videos, and it can just be a <laughs> like societal thing to just have a red yeah. camera. Have that be the next government initiative. Yeah, just like, dude. We had the stimulus checks. Now let's give everybody a fucking yeah. cannon. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? I got two Nikon's. I'll sell to whoever right now. <laughs> Nikon's. Excuse me. Yeah. You want the Nikon, not the, not the cannon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the going back to video. That's kind of the thing that like I'm still. Like, I'm just grasping, like, these last few months is, like, all the specificities of, like, cameras and shit. Yeah, all like, the how they like, work. And- yeah. Well, not not even really how they work, but just, like, you know, the differences between, like, the lens mm-hmm. and, like, oh, this camera's better than this camera because of this. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that's kind of something I've always put in the back burner, but this yeah. last few months I've actually been trying to well that's the thing is like uh like even learning how to operate a camera you know people take classes for and stuff like that so like i i I just imagine if i even had access to a red camera like i would be like i literally have no idea what what to do like there's 36 buttons on this something i don't know how many buttons are actually on it but yeah it's still like you can just change so much and like a lot of stuff can be electronic and you know automated and it's just it's gnarly dude all technology is gnarly yeah honestly well we are kind of entering like a phase where it's almost becoming simpler you know like the technology is more advanced but like the interfaces are more and there's like some pros and cons to that obviously but like have you heard the black magic like magic the gathering no not like the, the camera black magic oh no uh it's like it's a studio industry standard like 6k 68k camera okay Oh, but like, like what the NFL uses and stuff like that? I, I don't know, probably. Um, but, like, it, it, you know, we have one in class, and, like, the layout's, like, very simple. Really? Very easy to figure out. Huh. Yeah, Pretty crazy. I mean, yeah. You, you, I mean, you watch, like, a, you can watch, like, a 20, 30-minute tutorial and, like, learn everything about a camera. Yeah. That's almost that's kind true. of... true. That's almost kind of the thing about, like, being in DMAC in these classes. Like, part of me just is, like... What if I just like did, did the, the YouTube, like, just yeah. like you, I like, just did the independent route. Yeah. And, like, yeah. You well, know. I did take one class in photography, um, in college and, uh, that's literally my extent of knowledge when it comes to cameras, you know, and I didn't take any video editing classes or anything like that. So it was like kind of learn on the spot. Like I'm sure I could figure it out if I just put a bunch of time into it, um, yeah. type thing, but yeah, that's how that's how it felt too, especially just like I mean, in college is so fucking expensive too. Like there's it almost seems like one of those things where it's like you really could get a full ass education from YouTube. 
It really is getting to that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost better than a full education. Right. Because you can sense. go to different sources. You're not just learning from one person, you know, like it's, yeah, it's wild. Technology is wild, dude. Yeah. What do, what do you think about like the value of education as a whole, like with the internet growth? See, uh, I do think, man, that's, that's crazy to like think about, especially in this day and age, because I'm so used to you know, having homework and deadlines. And, um, I think that's like really the most valuable part is having somebody to hold you accountable, like grading all your stuff and making sure you get things turned in on time. Yeah. Um, you know, with a YouTube education, you don't necessarily get that. Um, but there are courses, you know, that you can take like master classes or whatever it may be. And yeah, I'm sure they have like somewhat of a deadline or you can just kind of do it on your own time. I don't, I don't think they have deadlines on master class. I mean, either way, it's, it's still just that idea of, like, somebody checking all of your stuff for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, checking your stuff and at the very least, like, imposing those deadlines. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you said. There's got to be some just kind of... holding you accountable for learning. Exactly. Yeah. There's got to be some kind of program where it's, like, if you don't input it by this... You know, because, you know, like, in real life, if you have a client and you don't get your shit in on time, then... You know, that's, a, you know, you get an F in that sense right. in, in real life. Because yeah. the client's like, no, we're not going to, Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Definitely been there. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody has been. Yeah, dude. dude. It's, it, gets, it gets rough when, you know, you just got so much shit on your plate to meet so many deadlines that you just got to, like tell some people like hey it's gonna be a little late you know stuff yeah like that. for real i i hate to admit this to you but i actually had a recent scare with uh <laughs> <the> <laughs> editing shits so i had oh, a, yeah. i had a hard drive that um i like have i had like the podcast everything from the podcast episode and um all the files that you gave me for, yeah. sh- for shit all in this hard drive and in the midst of like using it to like print shit off i left it at school oh. so like the next day i'm like about to go work on my stuff and i'm like oh where no. the fuck is it thanks like worse than losing your keys oh yeah oh my god i was like my whole life was there i was like god damn but I, I found it that's good that's and good. uh i still need to back it up <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm so bad backing up I, I, same so bad it's so I, expensive I, to back up right. that's the problem yeah yeah well and especially like the new like wi- wireless uh hard drives you can get and stuff that are oh, all, i haven't heard of those i mean yeah you basically like hook it up to your internet and then it also can be like downloaded just through you know like um analog like plugging cord into it into your laptop or computer or whatever and um but they're wild but they're like you know tens of thousands of dollars to like have all that shit and it's, it's like you know 150 terabytes or i don't know how much but probably a shitload but i remember seeing like these uh like when i was like looking for cameras and stuff just like people selling you know hard drives like that or um like on amazon and stuff and they're crazy but it's eventually what i want to be able to do you know just have like right. a network of everything i've ever done and then just have a couple hard drives that you just like <laughs> use stuff and move shit around on and it's basically having like a cloud for your house yeah well if you want to build a business or a brand it's almost essential right mm-hmm. because you want to you know you want to be able to showcase things or you know you want to be able to just have that footage be flexible and use it for whatever if you want to recut it if you want to redo it into something mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i it's i always have the battle of like deleting files i'm like yeah dude i save everything i'm like a hoarder when it comes to digital files damn we'll see like if i saved everything from every podcast mm-hmm. like every video file i would 
Like I would only be old. I would be done by now. I wouldn't right. be able to do four episodes. Well, that's oh yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I mean, I guess I think of it more as like once I fill up a hard drive, like I just leave it. I just keep mm. it there forever, basically. Um, and then I have like other hard drives that I'm like currently using. And yeah, have sure. old stuff on that I still need from and solid state drives where it's just all everything I'm currently working on and yeah. So I've got a pretty good system set up right now where I feel like most of my shit is safe. And also, I don't know how safe it is to just, like, leave all your shit just there. You know what I mean? It could, like, get old or something. I don't I don't know how they work. Yeah. I mean, I think it takes, like, a decade plus. It takes a very long time. Yeah. But it can happen. You can't have hard drives and discs just, like, fucking... I remember I had one of those old iPods, and, you know, one day it just was like, nope, I'm yeah. not working anymore. Right. Shit happens. Yeah, I have an iPod Classic do the exact same thing. Yeah. 60 gigs of my life just down the drain yeah well they theorized that apple did that intentionally mm. that they have that they their devices they have like a like an expiration date like programmed into the device and then huh. like all of a sudden just like nope yeah. you have to go buy another one yeah you know? that is pretty crazy fucking scam self-destruct man. button <laughs> just an ai self-destruct button for that's, itself <laughs> that's why steve jobs would um died of quote unquote died of cancer he just had it in himself he was just like <laughs> his next week, oh dude that's the next that's the next theory for steve jobs that, that was his next presentation it's like we this has gone too far we're gonna have this self-destruct mother they just like, <laughs> the next got, ceo is like nope we can't have that happen. he's got like an ipod classic just like embedded in his skull like in his chest like iron man and he just, <laughs> it's just, he, just he just like squirrels it turns on tune and he's, he's just like, like <laughs> and now i'm in inside every single ipod ever <laughs> he's just the one hitting the self-destruct button in everybody's iphone and shit <laughs> and striking me down i've become more powerful than you could ever <laughs> yeah, imagine yeah. <laughs> steve jobs is, is the brain of all of apple and they just like walk into this room and it's just like a like a, a like a hologram of steve jobs is telling everybody what to do <laughs> we all turn on our phones and just on the screen is just like an ancient steve jobs like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like cg and he's just like hello my children <laughs> that's like one of those like cryogenics like things where they are like people were getting their heads cut off to like preserve them in, in <laughs> yeah. ice that's a real thing people yeah. are actually doing that like today you pay like millions of dollars like after you die they basically just preserve your head dude no <laughs> no but if you could no well i know like so my uh uh uncle uh had a cat that died and um i remember when he got like the ashes back and like stuff there was something that they also gave him that he like paid extra for to like if they could ever clone animals like that's what they would use so my uncle just has his cat's head like in his fridge no i'm I'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding that's fucked up sorry No, but I mean, would you, if you had the budget for it, do you think that you would actually like freeze yourself, like your chopped off head no. after you died? No. See, I. What if you got like an unlimited amount of money and it's like just a fraction of your money? No. You wouldn't do it? Just in case? No. I, I, I'm okay with dying. I, I really am like. Or what if they could upload your brain to like an AI system? Fuck no. That's terrifying. 
I don't want anybody to be able you're to like, do that. You're like, <laughs> you're like, the the AI would be fucked up. Dude. Yeah, dude. This like, look, I I I like myself a, a semi decent amount, right? But like, fuck, I I wouldn't be good as a leader. Or like, <laughs> I wouldn't be good. Well, not, no, not, not as a leader, just so that your brain, your mind is still alive. But that's how great I am. Is that it would just happen naturally, you know. You're just like, once you're like, once I'm uploaded, I'm naturally just the king. I'm the top G. <laughs> I might not, like, I might not succeed in this metaphysical world, but in the AI world, I'm fucking. Everybody only man. listens to McAllister hours. <laughs> it's like, you, you, <laughs> utopia. Utopia. You're just, you're just God to all these fucking people. <laughs> they just turn their TV to me. I'm just like, it's this just, is yeah, the McAllister yeah, it's, Hours. I'm your host, Colin McAllister. It's the only channel on TV. Bow, well, baby. <laughs> Back to your regular scheduled programming. Me. <laughs> 10 a.m. Me. 11 a.m. Me. And then at noon, me. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That'd be oh, a hilarious sketch. That would be a great sketch. bit. Oh my god! Just oh, do like man. some like uh, totalitarian like Chinese like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the messaging just gets that like North Korea. It's literally just like Kim Jong Un's just like at ten me at eleven me. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Nobody steal that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is a good sketch idea. We got to do it now, fast. Yeah, right, right. In the next week we got yeah. fucking we're gonna do our own 48 hour film project yeah no shit dude i would love to actually like do more sketches with you for i real. would i would too honestly i mean even like having that mentality of it is like trying to accomplish that and because i mean they can get seven minute videos done in four two days you know 48 hours so yeah you spread it between you know day and a half both days <sighs> like friday saturday sunday basically so saturday the whole day you spend filming sunday you edit everything together that would actually be crazy i mean You'd have to do it, like, you know, every other week or something like that because it would be exhausting. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, a month, one a month would be more realistic. Yeah, true. true. Like, because it, it, it is really hard to, like, it, well, because depending on the scale of the sketch and yeah. what you want to do, like, you know, and that's another, <laughs> keep circling back to video, which is great. Um, But, like, going back to that, like, that's another thing you have to work with is, like, scheduling. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, my God, dude. I had this for my final. I think I I think I remember talking to you about that. I had this big final that had oh, all yeah, these moving. Yeah. It had, like, a fucking, I had, like, a 20-page script, all these moving parts of, like, this guy backing into this person. And then, like, oh, the, right, he calls right. the sketchy friend. They bury the body. It's this <laughs> whole thing that was played out. And all like people just kept dropping and schedules kept changing and it turned into like this shitty thirty second PSA about like <laughs> don't hit people like look behind you while you're yeah, yeah. backing out. Yeah. It was like I just saw this thing like just deteriorate before my eyes and I was like that sucks. Yeah. I'm, well, because I remember I was supposed to help you with that. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. And that was the one where I was like it was like day before and I was like. Or something like that. And we hadn't really talked about it much, but I remember being like, is this still going on? Like, are we all good? And yeah. He yeah, basically told me it was, was kaput. Like, no, nope. <laughs> It's done. Right. But uh, <sighs> speaking of backing into people, um, my uh, <laughs> roommate uh, backed into my car window a couple months back, <laughs> uh, uh, took out my side mirror, um, so I had to get that fixed. And then, uh, like, a month after that, I had some friends in town staying at my place, and... Uh, um, they backed into uh, my neighbors 
and I was like, dude, just like, how? Are, like, I, I, to be fair, the only accidents I've ever been in were me reversing in my car. But uh, mm, that's other, good. other than that, like, I ever since that happened, like so frequently. Like, I was just like, yeah, I'm just going to start, like, turning around and, like, looking out the window. Like, it's really not that hard. You just got to, yeah, I don't know. I haven't had one since, though, so that's been good. That's That's good, man. That's Positive note. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad that you've learned, man. I'm glad that you've learned. Yeah, it's... Dude, it sucks. My my car right now, everyone knows. They see that my back bumpers all fucked up oh i, I parked i think i parked behind you i didn't even notice it oh really the toyota it's the white one fuck i forgot to burp i i kept that one silent we're still one one right now <laughs> yeah i haven't even had one i don't think recently should i just start well, now it's it? about time <clears throat> no that doesn't count that's that's too weak it's a weak one um <laughs> will you grab me another one too yeah, yeah, for sure. thank you you might have I have one of yours. Absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. You can have one. I basically brought a one pack for you and a five pack for me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just joking. I'm just joking. Thank you, man. That one's for Noah. <laughs> fuck, I can't even open this goddamn thing. Oh, I got you. Oh, there you go. There you go. Put being a pussy in my own pocket. Here, man. wait. We got cheers again. Here, we got cheers. Here we go. All right, burp competition commences. <laughs> I still have this other open one. I gotta finish this one. But anyways, my dumbass ex-wife fucking... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, but Let's talk sh- some shit. <laughs> Let's talk some mad shit. Years later. <laughs> Let's go. All right. So, Blackjack, yeah? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Five episodes down the road. It's still going to be an ongoing joke. I'm going to be in the middle of the episode with no guess. I'm just going to be a blackjack. <laughs> blackjack, yeah. <laughs> when and when a chicken dinner. <laughs> but anyways, no, but she she backed into someone like while on her phone. Mm. And yeah, and I'm still like, yeah, my ex-wife is long gone out of my right. vision, but her fucking accent on my car is still there. <laughs> Years oh, it was later. in your car. Yeah, yeah, it's on the it's on the car out there. Like you you see the bumper, it's like all taped up and shit. Like, yeah, that's her, man. Man, that's that bitch. That sucks. I definitely have an ex girlfriend that did a bunch of like ripped out a screen at my house and trashed my bed for no literally no reason, just her being psychotic and uh so uh i'm still i'm still doing the same thing that screen's still ripped out you know i tried to wash down my walls but it stained everything and like it's all good though but yeah but you know we're both shitty good. shitty girlfriends suck man exactly exactly but we're we're both with different people now you, you still you still with your uh your girl yeah yeah i am um I don't know if she wants me to call her out on this. <laughs> you don't have to. You're anonymous girlfriend. <laughs> no, it's not she's not a real person. I promise. Her, her name's Sydney. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah no, know. it's all it's all been good. Um, been uh, yeah, having a lot of fun together, going to shows and stuff, and um, it's been great. Yeah, I can't yeah. complain at all. Yeah. Anyways, blackjack. No. Blackjack. So back to it. <laughs> <laughs> let's get uh, into the real shit pedophilia <laughs> <laughs> I literally do not politics. that shit freaks me out so much I don't even want to think about it you know uh, yeah it's scary scary world that I just like don't want to ignore because it's a serious problem but it also just ugh. 
Well, yeah, speaks me, and and that will be like that's like my one point on that. It's like you know that's why I do think like we're not gonna do it here, but like I do wish like people would you know talk about that stuff more as dark as it is because I do think that it would significantly reduce it. Oh, absolutely. If people were like educated and knew the signs, Mm -hmm. like as uncomfortable as it is, like isn't that still better than the you know if that can decrease if that can decrease the end result isn't that absolutely no i totally agree i totally agree and speaking of that and then we can end it after this okay but there was a dude uh i i'm on the polk county iowa inmates page Mm. just like you know scroll through it or whatever yeah but there's this dude um whenever there's like a shitload of comments i always like read them and just to see what's going on with the dude but the dude had like a bunch of counts of child endangerment and sex trafficking That was a terrible burp, but I'm counting that. <laughs> I gotta stop hiding them, dude. I just gotta let it out. I gotta be free. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm involuntarily having that problem too. No, you just try to hold it. Yeah. No, let's just let it all out. So pedophilia. <laughs> no, fuck, dude. No, but he was that man was arrested, and I don't remember his name or anything. So, um, but no, he was arrested, and I was like, dude, thank God, like. Because you know it's you never think about a half. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I did it off. I did it off my. It's a half one. The half one. Yeah, we both have. So we got two and a half <laughs> each. No, I. No, I, one and a half, two and a half. Yeah, and then you got one and a half. Yeah. Cool. There you go. All right, it'll change up on the on this board when we when we <laughs> when we talk about it. I'm not going through that. But, uh, <laughs> It'd be cool though. It'd it would be cool. be cool, but um, if you need some help, let me know. I'll throw them up on the screen, guys. It's gonna be a couple months before this episode. Comes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, sorry, you're saying. Um, nah, dude got arrested. Like, good. good for good, good for Iowa arresting that dude. That dude was not did not seem like a good guy to be uh, out yeah. on the not in jail. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Did Did you see that uh, Dahmer? Oh show? yeah, yeah. Well, that you know that show is very similar thing with you know the fourteen year old boy. They just overlooked that yeah, shit. Yeah, dude, and, like, that that's he could have gotten caught so many times. That's the part that fucks me up about that whole show is because like I've always known about Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, just like mm-hmm. studying in school and yeah and whatnot. But uh, it was I, that's one of the details that I didn't know that like um, he you know could have been caught so many times and it was really just like lack of police's like the police's do due diligence to just capture him and just notice that things were going wrong when people were saying so yeah um the other thing i really like well i love ryan murphy as a director back to video stuff i don't think he actually directed it but he had a big part in it what did he do i'm not familiar with that with um, don Dahmer. Um, but, but like what did oh, what else did he do originally like started off with glee and then did oh. uh, all the american horror stories american crime <laughs> story Ooh, nice. there we up. go fuck yeah <laughs> there but, we go uh, <laughs> uh, i'm trying to think what else i feel like he was on dexter or something but i could be wrong about that dexter I'm, not, was a good show. I'm not positive if he was on that or not i'm just talking about my ass for that one but he was for sure glee american horror story american crime story um and those are like some of my favorite shows of all time. So, uh, uh, what was it? The um, oh, and he did Dahmer, and he's also uh, did he was on The Watcher, which is on Netflix right mm. now. Um, he's just as as like cinema like cinematographically, <laughs> cinem cin- cinemat cinematically cinematically. There, cinematically. there we go. <laughs> 
Damn, man. <laughs> God. Yeah, so if you guys ever need any video work, <laughs> ever. I was going to say. I was going to say. I don't know, dude. These people. Got an expert over here. Yeah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but cinematically, Ryan Murphy is definitely, like, one of my favorite uh, directors of all time. I mean, up there with Quentin Tarantino for me, honestly. Um, mm. Just the, like, some of, in the, some of the seasons of American Horror Story, I mean just the feeling of like how things are being shot like just puts chills down your spine and he's always been very realistic you know kind of gory in a way but also just mostly realistic um he's just awesome so like he did a really good job on the jeffrey dahmer like series and uh not making you sympathize as much with with dahmer um but just realizing how like it, uh, how the police could have been more involved, how yeah. it affected the community afterwards, um, how the community was trying to arrest him, you know, get him put in jail. And I think that's the most important part, actually, when it comes to filmmaking, especially if you're doing, you know, a historical piece. Um, <coughs> fuck. In your mouth. Now nice. I'm out. No. Now I'm not. Now I'm, look, my guard's down. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like cinematically, just being able to tell a person's a, a story from all angles, I think is key. You know, it's huge to um, be able to capture that moment on film, especially if you're recreating it. Um, but yeah, no, Ryan Murphy is awesome. So, anyways, what were you talking about, Jeffrey <laughs> Dahmer? Um, well, I, I mean, I, I thought it was a great show. Too. Sorry, this fucking dog. I don't know what. Here, well, let's good. let's take a little break here. We're okay. gonna take a little break. Let the dog. Uh, I need to adjust, I need to adjust my mic too. Okay, there we yeah. go. All right, all right, guys. We'll be back. We'll take a little quick break here. Yup, yup. Currently learning more about audio and how to adjust it, adding different sound effects for st- like different stuff just to add like another feel to it, um, which just gives me such an appreciation for a uh, foley artist. Mm. that's crazy yeah at watching videos of them like you know do the footsteps with like all the yeah you know and it, watching the materials they use for the sounds mm-hmm. like i think when you I, I think when you first figure that out like um <laughs> happy <laughs> um <laughs> that was more like a that was like a like a frog like a rubric okay we won't count that we won't count <laughs> okay. that we gotta be specific here man the people are counting on us the burps are derailing this podcast (laughs) i love it though yeah because we were like in mid conversation like a deep conversation then burp and then it's like we talk about that for like 10 seconds and then it's back to serious conversation i love it dude dude we should just make a clip of just the burps just Just the burps (laughs) oh dude we gotta get going then we gotta get way more burps going I'm gonna start editing right after. We're actually gonna have to wrap up the episode right now, so I can start. Oh editing. shit! I was like, serious. I was no, like, no. yeah. So we've talked about blackjack. <laughs> uh, not pedophilia. Film. We didn't talk about no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, that wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Oh Jesus. It's great. Um. Anyway, going back to Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to the poignant stuff. Let's get into it. Let's let's reel it right in. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, I usually I'm like skeptical, like uh, when like they have like that, you know, the certain narrative of that show, mm-hmm. like anti police. But I thought it was like it was actually very fitting because I yeah. didn't know, like I didn't realize like how much of a role that was in it either. <laughs> 
<laughs> me either though honestly like because yeah. again like i said like talking about it before like researching it and uh like in school for like you know whatever like i don't even know why we would have fucking researched it and school but but i i know i did because i learned about it like at a relatively younger age and um yeah it's uh it's crazy like those like and that's why i love ryan murphy's because i feel like he really goes into all the details of that entire situation he goes to every single angle possible like of how you could represent that and he does it really well you know and and again it, it showed a bunch of things that we didn't know about you know and um, like I didn't realize that he was like lobotomizing people and stuff yeah. like that, you know, and like trying to turn them into zombies, you know, it's, it's, you know, I just knew he basically killed and ate people, you know, and it's just, it's crazy to see all that stuff. And, um, they, like I said before though, they did a really good job of not making you sympathize with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah. They well, show how creepy and scary it is. Yeah. Well, I, you <laughs> You know, the thing that was, like, really, was really creepy about those, like, I felt like they made him relatable. That I will like, say they did, yeah. Yeah, which is, like, I, it was effective, but, like, I, I don't know, what, what do you think about, like, the criticism that, because I, a lot of people have been critical of, like, and I, I personally don't agree with it, but, like, um, you know, critical of, like, saying that they're exploiting him or that, you know, the families weren't represented well. Mm -hmm. Like, well, I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, when, so in terms of like the family members and like the, uh, um, like neighbors and stuff that like tried to call the police on them, I know that, um, they kind of merged some of those people together, um, just I to kind of consolidate some stuff. So that could be part of the criticism. I genuinely haven't heard a lot of the criticism behind okay. it because, uh, I've, I mean, I've seen some stuff where like the families weren't like, they didn't get any money out of it and stuff like that. Oh. Um, but, uh, other than that, like, I, I don't really like pay attention to critiques when it comes to, which I should more, I definitely should more. Um, but I think ultimately just stirs up some kind of debate that like, doesn't usually represent the like full picture. Um, I see. so I kind of try to stay away from those, but, um, I, I mean, at the most part, like, I, I would probably agree with most of the critiques, you know, just kind of depending on, on their like stance and where they're coming from for it. Um, but yeah, what was the question? Oh, just, I guess, <laughs> I mean, you answered it just like, I guess just like what, you know, cause I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I don't think he was really glorified. I, I don't think that that's a no valid criticism. I agree. Um, oh, that's right. That's where I was going to get into for the next um, part was, they did a good job of you not sympathizing with him, but they did make him a little bit more relatable than I probably would have liked. Okay. Um, cause I also love Evan Peters. He's been in all of Ryan he Murphy's. He was fantastic. He like, was really good. That I think that role is going to go down as one of the best of this decade. Well, and that's for sure. And that's the thing too, is like people are going to look back at, you know, like in, you know, 20 years, 30 years from now, people are going to look back at those videos, at those movies and TV shows and be like, who is that guy? Like, you know, and just like we did when we were kids, you know, like you, you end up watching like movies that were older and being like, Oh fuck, that's Keanu Reeves or something, you know? And, um, but, uh, yeah, I, the, I will say that the one like thing that did irk me with that, with that series is that he was a little bit more relatable than I would have liked him to be. Um, because I always feared him as this crazy psychotic serial killer 
and yeah. they kind of like make him be like you know i'm not crazy you know and i'm not trying to sympathize him with him at all but like they they were also very uh um like to the line with the the jeffrey Dahmer tapes um they like followed a lot of that like his dialogue oh yeah like almost word for word and like um so like you know that was something that he said he was like i wasn't crazy i just wanted to kill people i guess and you know that's like that's the freaky part is that like anybody could be like that and i think that's why his case was so interesting compared to others so you know it could be literally your next door neighbor chopping up people in the community and eating them you know and I think that was what was so scary about that whole situation yeah yeah i mean and that was like a horrific i mean obviously it was a horrific thing everything that absolutely with that, yeah you know but like i i remember like that jeffrey Dahmer was always one that like really fascinated me in terms of serial killers because hmm. i don't know it's it's interesting because like like with the god damn it where's my point <laughs> okay i didn't even burp i know I didn't even burp. it's just a, it's just a weird topic that he was able to kill people and just be okay with that himself and then eventually you know like eat them and just the way that like the the neighbors like smell it like that's horrifying yeah. like and it, how they didn't like he like when they only they gave him like 30 days like no kick this motherfucker yeah, out like two days victim yeah well and that's i think that's the thing too is what they're doing in that show is they're showing it from jeffrey dahmer's point of view and then they're showing it from everybody else's point of view yeah they and did so like i think that's why he became more relatable they did do a very good job with that uh, i i am curious uh what you because th- like toward the end of the show he like he supposedly like reconciles himself with God and like mm-hmm. ba- gets baptized and like, you know, thinks he's saved. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're religious or not, but like, what do you think that that's possible for someone, for someone uh, like Jeffrey Downer to be saved by religion? Yeah. Um, yes. And no. Um, I, I think that some people really can, you know, find faith in, in whatever religion it may be, and that can truly help them, you know, find a better way. Um, I don't think it necessarily excuses everything that they have done, you know. Um, when, it come, when it comes to Jeffrey Dahmer, it's, it's such a weird story. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I already lost track, dude. I don't even know who's winning now at this point. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Replay all of the burps <laughs> that uh, the editor for this podcast. No, no. Um, but yeah, no. I don't know. It's it's just a it's just a freaky freaky thing. And so I think to really go back. Okay, so let's let's relate this. Let's bring this in full circle. Well, not full circle, but like I just recently watched Blood Diamond, great movie. Um mm, yeah, I've seen and, it before. And but I was like kind of reading more about it. Um I've only seen it a handful of times cuz it's kind of a hard movie to watch. Mm, um, I've only seen the one. Yeah, this this would have been probably my second or third time watching okay. it. Um but uh the child soldiers um they you know ha- were forced to do horrible horrible things and then to introduce them back into society you know it's mm. that's that's like kind of the same idea of like how do you how do you go about um 
you know, believing everything everybody's going to say, you know, whether they've done horrible things or, um, I believe everybody should get a second chance, you know, and, and maybe even a couple of chances, um, to prove themselves right. But eventually it will get to a point where mm. nice. <laughs> God, my burps are so fucking gross, dude. <laughs> uh no but um i i do believe that you know you should give people you know a couple of chances you know but eventually it'll get to a point where certain people just can't don't can't or don't want help you know and they're just gonna they're just gonna keep lying to you um so i'm definitely the type of person to give everybody the benefit of the doubt almost to a fault um but uh that's that's a that's a hard question honestly to like you know Be- believe them or not basically do you think it's nature or nurture that makes someone like you know malicious or quote-unquote evil or one of my really good friends uh tarun yena told me that he believes everybody is um good everybody starts off good and mm-hmm. then there's things that happen in their life that provoke them to be bad whether it's as they're a kid as an adult um i think in jeffrey dahmer's case it's it's almost like it's almost like he wanted to be a a good guy but was always kind of a bad guy yeah and i don't think he really had any anybody to show him (laughs) the difference yeah but i mean inherently i think people are good i think people want to be good um and then whether they grow up that way or you know, it's the only life they've ever lived, you know, just hurting people or being violent or, um, drug addicts, whatever it may be. Um, I think it's, it's, uh, everybody's inherently born good. And then it's just a matter of who they decide to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a fair assumption. I would, I would probably agree with that. Like, you know, I, I just think of it like as everyone's born as a clean slate, Mm -hmm. you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like they're, and what happens to them happens to them do you mm-hmm. how much do you think that like what do you think do you think like the like the dissecting of the animals and like the bad like parenting do you think that probably had a lot to do with like the reason he did that more than likely i think i think that he was genuinely exposed to a lot of horrible things at a very young age like his mom you know being suicidal and his dad not being there and you know his parents basically being non-existent um i think that has a huge part in it but but it's it's, It's, it's weird to like you know it's weird to draw that line between that and like him well the thing is killing those people right right but i mean when you're a kid i mean i think ultimately death and and organs and whatever fascinated him as a kid but I think if he would have been taught to use that like for like a medical purpose instead of mm. just murdering people, yeah, I think that would have been a lot better, you know. So it's it's more of just like because when you're a kid, you're so impressionable, you crave structure. You, you know, if you don't have that structure, you're just gonna kind of learn yourself and take a bunch of YouTube courses and then end up murdering and eating people. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> but I mean to like make light of it. But I mean, ultimately, I think I think if you if you if you're not taught any better, like same thing with like not having a teacher in school. If you're if you're taking a master class and you're like not passing all the quizzes, you can probably take it however many times, but you're not really like learning that 
you're failing it. You know what I mean? Like you're you're becoming a murderer and you can't tell because you don't know anything else. Yeah. If only YouTube had been around. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> he would have had an outlet. It's basically YouTube's <laughs> fucking fault, dude. They should have been like how Jeffrey Dahmer would have been like how not to murder people on YouTube. <laughs> dude i hope that's out there i hope that's a video i hope there's some like meditator who's like if, calm down if jeffrey Dahmer don't let you the internet <laughs> it probably would have been way worse honestly <laughs> yeah you would have been like what he killed that many people i gotta kill twice as many right as that. exactly well and that was another thing about the Dahmer series is that what what made what kind of made me think um that would be like scary watching it is that like there could be like copycat people or like because it's so well shot like i hate like i hate to say it but it's so well done that it's like you know people could be like wow i could do that you know and i don't know i don't know it's scary to think about that people are even capable of thinking that way let me ask you this i'm sure that your input as a filmmaker has something to do with this too um what do you what do you think about like you know, the association that, like, if an artist creates something and, like, you know, something happens that is inspired by that, 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 like, do they take ownership like that, uh, for that? Like, you know, Kubrick, for example, like, mm-hmm. he put out Clockwork Orange and people actually, like, went and did that at people's houses. Like, do mm-hmm. you think that, you know, he's guilty in some way of that? Or do you think that that is just... Of, know, like, poking the bear with it? Like... Well, not even poking the bear. Like, just, like, you, you create a media and someone is inspired by that and they act out that do you think that the fact that you know that person created that media piece makes them guilty of you know you know somewhat guilty of those crimes being committed or whatever Mm, no not necessarily because i think i think that you can genuinely get creativity or inspiration from anything yeah um so I think when like a serial killer or like a mass shooter or something is like, I watched this and I was like, that's why I wanted to do this. I think that's ultimately just them having those fucked up thoughts because most people aren't going to watch those and be like, Oh, I want to go out and do a mass shooting. They're, yeah. they're just finding their inspiration from something a little more fucked up than everybody else, you know? So I don't necessarily think it's their fault. I don't think anybody should glorify serial killers and stuff like that. And I think, I don't think anybody like any film director or producer is that's necessarily their intention unless they got a really twisted mind. Um, but then, I mean, you could talk about horror flicks and stuff like that. I was get just to a whole new thing, but well, I was just thinking that, I mean, well, in spooky season right now, right. You know, right. So fitting. Um, but like, I mean, because you could, you could, in theory, make if you're going to make the argument about Kubrick, you can make that argument about, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre right. or Jason. Like, are those directors glorifying these, you know, made up people? You know, when Jason goes and kills twenty people, is he glorifying all that? Like, if someone goes with a Freddy mask and like kills people, is that right. like I? I don't think that that's a valid association. Yeah. I don't. I don't necessarily think so either. I think they're doing it to be spooky and creepy and create that interest for for people that are into that stuff. But um, I don't necessarily think it's their fault. You know I what I mean? Either. Like, I think it's more of an artistic outlet. Than right. Anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're you're not like it, on the sets of Freddie and Jason. They're not actually murdering people. Exactly. They're just making it look like they're murdering people because they're fascinated by it. But they wouldn't actually 
go and uh, go out and murder people because they're making a movie about murdering people um so yeah i don't think it's i think it's more of a creative outlet um but then when you when you talk about like snuff films and shit like that i don't think that's creative at all i think that's just people wanting to be evil and putting it on film and you know so it's like there's like when it comes to filming dude that makes everything so much more complicated because you're like why what's the reasoning you know why are they doing this um like with don't fuck with cats have you ever seen that um it's on netflix you should definitely watch it it's called don't fuck with cats and it's basically about this guy who was like murdering kittens on the internet and then it eventually turned into him murdering a human oh and and there is this like whole internet like facebook group like dedicated trying to find this guy and they it was kind of kind of a similar Dahmer situation um except dude didn't eat anybody i don't want to say his name because the dude's a fucking dick you know and like that was like another that was one of the critiques about that show don't fuck with cats is that people were like you're just glorifying him and that's exactly what he wants and it's really not it's more about how this internet group found this dude in canada and they're all from america and well they're from all over the place but like the main characters in the facebook group were from america and they literally did all this detective research to help find this guy and they just sent all this information to the canadian police and you know they kind of didn't really do anything until the human had been murdered and um it's just like yeah it's just one of those crazy things that's like i don't know you can find inspiration from anywhere but i think it's it's important where you find it from you know and i think that's ultimately like what makes art different for or subjective period yeah yeah well yeah i mean i think there's a very valid i don't mean to say don't fuck with cats as art by the way that shit is fucked up that just so you know i'm just saying like back to bringing it back around from (laughs) don't murder cats or humans to art is subjective wait which part the fact that he did that or like the the piece uh you mean, Are we talk about the show or the the movie is an art or the no the what movie, he did? I mean the the movie is well shot like it's a it's a okay three you're just episode. talking about what he did I'm just saying what he yeah. did is not yeah, art not, because yeah, he yeah. filmed everything like snuff films basically like oh okay I put, didn't realize that yeah so he was oh. filming everything posting it on the internet and like on Facebook and YouTube and stuff and this Facebook group is like yo this is fucked up like we need to find this guy and make sure he gets arrested. <laughs> And that's like what yeah, the whole dude. don't fuck with cats is, is, um, based off of is this internet forum, literally finding this murderer. Okay. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Dude. It's great. You definitely got to watch it. It's a three episode series. It's, Damn. Don't fuck with cats. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I had this friend who was like really into the dark web and he would like, he would tell me stories of like, <laughs> <laughs> so blackjack, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyways continue he told me the story of a kid who fucking uh dabbed a a tide pod (laughs) (laughs) jesus when you you just like did on live stream he died oh my god he's like timmy timmy (laughs) like holy shit (laughs) dude that's like i mean people were already eating them right and they were dying from that so like you think smoking it and inhaling a type oh fuck that's gotta be a hell of a high though dude (sighs) worth it question mark no No, (laughs) not at all no (laughs) so blackjack yeah (laughs) 
no, uh, no, we're gonna have that ad before the fucking show kids smoke your tide pods <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's one uh, <laughs> it's like that eric andre but it's like kids if you find cocaine in your mom's dad mom or dad's dress for drawer do as much as possible <laughs> yeah. it cannot hurt you <laughs> yeah. or lace your butt with it either I, way you'll have a great time yeah great time <laughs> dude i love eric andre though actually he's so uh, he's so i still funny. haven't watched his last season uh, i haven't seen his latest season um the last season i saw is where he's fully bald yeah, I haven't seen that yeah. one. Oh, okay, maybe that's the last one. Then. Well, because because Hannibal left, and like God, he was such a and yeah, he leaves during that season. He does like yeah. an episode or two, and then leaves during the second episode or something like that. Which I mean, to be fair, his career has blown the fuck up. He's his own yeah. thing. It, it's he's it's, an actor now. Exactly. Yeah. It makes it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it, the, there was a period in that show where it was like you know just both Eric and Hannibal, and God, they're. <laughs> God, there's so many fucking great moments in that, in that fucking show. Oh, dude, bird up, man, bird up, bird up for life. <laughs> you mind uh, snagging me another? Oh yeah, sure, sure. I can't reach that far under the table. Um, thank you. Sam. Here, I'll crack one open too. Yeah, we still. I wonder what the score is right now for the bird competition. I don't know, probably like eight or something like that. Eight. Or nine. eight. We gotta we gotta bump those numbers up, bud. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> By the way, I was joking about the one beer for you. You can have more of it. No, no, I'm fine, dude. I'm fine. I appreciate it though. Um But yeah, no, you know, it's it's kind of funny when uh when I was originating this podcast, I kinda had the angle of like doing like an Eric Andre type of skit. Yeah. Like I kinda wanted to do a bit where I had a, a like a pregnant woman who was like just smoking cigarettes the whole time just like in the she, background like no she, no like i'm interviewing no. her like she's my guest and like she's just like like very obviously like pregnant. over pregnant and just drinking like beers. Chains, drink, drinking beers chain smoking the whole time just like this big this huge piece of shit i'm just interviewing her that'd be so funny there was yeah. okay that reminds me uh prof uh he's a rapper um he did a music video where He's like driving like the slow rider, and all the three other seats in the car are all pregnant women <laughs> drinking. <laughs> and, he's like, and he's like talking about like basically having sex with all of them. And it's just a very uh, controversial idea, but yeah. it's hilarious, you know, obviously because it wasn't real. But um, yeah, yeah, drinking in pregnancy is not not cool do not endorse no <laughs> I, I don't endorse that either um you know it's i think we maybe talked i think we talked about this like off oh yeah off we talked about Men. yeah drinking on pregnancy all the time yeah <laughs> that's why i hired you <laughs> in this interview he's like yeah like i just really like the idea of like pregnant women <laughs> drinking i don't know why i was like you're hired <laughs> No. no that's the new angle do you want to bring to the company yeah. we hire pregnant women that's the and we last make them drink the yeah. <laughs> so just if you like, were pregnant you... <laughs> would you take a drink yes or no are you pregnant just pour a shot oh god <laughs> all right another endorsement of not do not endorse <laughs> drinking while pregnant at all just a really uh, dark fucked up bit oh <laughs> uh, that's great terrible bit but i loved it i love it too um but but uh you know we were talking about Mad Men. uh i think one of the last times we were hanging out and uh like it's crazy how in that show like women women would just like they would literally do that they would just smoke and drink while pregnant oh She's yeah just like 
chain smoking and just like you know. I mean, that was a time they didn't know. They yeah, didn't know they really didn't. Yeah, man, it, that's it's, crazy to think that that was a thing. Or like smoking on airplanes, like yeah, dude, just smoking everywhere. Yeah, you know, I I so I it's been about two and a half years now since I've had a cigarette. Yeah, I quit smoking cigarettes in 2018. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. How long did you smoke for? Uh, hopefully my parents and family don't watch this. <laughs> but uh, I started smoking when I was 16. Oh wow! Yeah. Damn, yeah. dude. How long? Did you, so oh, I had my first cigarette when I was 16. Okay. So how many years would that have been then? Um, I don't know. Too many. Way too many. <laughs> definitely well, fucked what, me up what, i used to get bronchitis and shit all i the think time. we're the same age right you're born yep. 95 yep okay so it's 16 oh fuck i graduated in 14 that been 2011 so, so like seven that. years yeah just about wow yeah. that's longer than i did do i only did five and a half but yeah it was uh definitely not fun what, what, why you, what, what caused you to smoke? Like, what was the situation you were in? It looked cool. <laughs> like, did, did you have a friend that had one? or? Did you, uh, uh, so, I guess I always liked the idea of it. I always thought it was, like, just a badass thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. And I never was exposed to it. So, I was just kind of like, I don't know. This will be cool. And I tried one. And I was like, holy shit. This is awesome. And then... But, like, did you have a friend that smoked, or, like, how'd you get a yeah, cigarette? Yeah, I got it from one of my friend's older okay. brothers. Oh, uh, um, okay, I see. Yeah, and so that was, like, the first one that I had, and I remember I was, like, with some friends at the time, and we were doing probably something stupid, and I just remember being, like, dude, this is crazy. I've never felt like this ever, and they're, like, so then you should probably stop, and that was, like, <laughs> literally yeah. my first cigarette, and I was, like, no, no, it looks badass, and I was just so young and dumb, and, you know, so... Uh, I I started smoking when I was eighteen, um, which is like I feel like this is the dumbest age you can start. Oh, right? uh, I mean, I mean well, any age is. Dumb, I will but. say on my eighteenth birthday, I did buy my first pack of cigarettes <laughs> like by myself. So I remember I thought I was so fucking cool. I went to I was like driving to school and I was like smoking my own first pack I had bought myself. And I was like, yeah, this is gonna be a thing for a while. <laughs> this is a addictive mentality, you know, just like. But I did, I was able to quit through vaping, um, and I'm still vaping now, but I used to have, I used to have, which is not, it's just as bad, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't like use it as much as I was like at the time. So I will say that it's, uh, definitely a lot easier to use vaping as like an outlet to quit. You don't find yourself just like vaping for hours. Cause like what, when I like tried to vape too, I would just like, I would literally sit and watch TV just yeah. <laughs> like all day yeah um that's definitely how it was at first um i know i've like been hitting it a couple times like while we've been talking well, but hey we're chilling yeah, this exactly this count. is a different scenario this is a little fun time but no when, yeah, i, I got mean, a pack right here let me <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> well some like i will have a cigarette every once in a while okay. like just just to remind myself how fucking disgusting Damn, it is honestly but won't even do that because I, I would hop right back on it yeah see I, mean? I think that's like i don't do it very i don't have a cigarette very often but like it's definitely one of those things where it's like if i if i am like have been drinking a little or something somebody offers me one i'll be like oh yeah i'll take one and then eventually i'll like smoke it and then i'll just be like yeah this fucking sucks like i'm glad i this is why i don't do this anymore <laughs> you know yeah. like it just it's that like reminder of like why i quit in the first place yeah, it's it 
it really is disgusting. It really is, dude. You smell bad. It makes your teeth yellow. Your fingers smell like shit. <sighs> yeah, like, dude. you have to go out and take breaks to, like, fucking go smoke a cigarette now. It sucks. Like, yeah, there's, dude. There's not really a good side to it at all. It really isn't. I, I, it's amazing how much my teeth have cleared up. Like, I, I just got my last dental cleaning, like, deep dental cleaning, like, a month ago. And, like, my teeth, like, I used to have, like, all this black about my teeth yeah. all gone nice like i i like i you know because if you quit when you're young enough you those a lot of those effects can reverse yeah but i mean yeah cigarettes are disgusting dude i i remember i used to i had an apartment that i used to smoke in i used to just chain smoke cigarettes oh, all the time shit, yeah. like when we moved out you could literally see on the walls like yeah. it was discolored and like had that you know that yeah. grime on it yeah well, i got like so, like some of my like friends parents like growing up always smoke cigarettes and like still do uh, to this day so yeah. it was like it's like one of those things where it's like I've always kind of been around it, but also at the same time, like I can't imagine for smoking that long where like they're like, Dude. you know, needing to get surgeries and like hawking up black shit and like not not what I want to do. And that's why I like feel a little bit safer with vaping because it's like, you know, I don't cough like that. I don't get sick like I used to. Um, but, uh, it's definitely still not healthy and I'm still, I'm like in the process of quitting it right now. Oh, good for you. Good for but, you. uh, it's just a, you know, it's always a matter of time for those things. Cause I tried, I tried quitting for cigarettes for probably about three years. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty hard. And then finally I got like bronchitis really bad one time and I was just like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking done. And then I even, I didn't even vape for a long time after that either. And then just kind of, you know fall back into the habit of vaping but then like not smoking cigarettes but i do remember at the time i was like working at the bar and um i just remember like my like the people that i would always like bumps like share cigs with like a couple times like while i was quitting they would offer me a cig and i'd be like oh yeah and i would just take it and i would just break it up and throw it oh right fuck in the trash. you fuck Dude, you no, but like not, i didn't do it in front of them like oh, i wasn't okay, trying to be okay. a dick like i took it and made it seem like i was going out to smoke uh, but like i did it for i did it more for me and I then also see. i didn't feel as bad like not letting them know that i just threw it in the trash you know but like i wouldn't just be like oh yeah i'll take a smoke and then break it and toss it like okay see i, I have a friend who would do that yeah he would I mean, literally ask people for cigarettes and he would just break it in front of their face yeah no like, i would asshole i would never do that no because <laughs> i realize how fucking people like get serious about their cigarettes especially if they're not going to smoke and especially if you're like if you start doing that they eventually stop asking you if you want one um but so it, it was more of a thing for me to be like to get to a point where when people would offer cigarettes to me or like loose cigarettes, I would just be like, no, like I'm good. I don't, I don't need one. Like, and I think that was more of a, a bigger stepping stone for me to like mm. in the process of quitting. Yeah. I see. I see. You know, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but I actually quit from LSD. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's actually a good point. I quit from mushrooms. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I dude. forgot about that. Yeah. I went to go see uh, suicide squad on mushrooms. <laughs> And uh, I remember, I remember the two, shitty one with was, Jared Leto. Oh yeah! Oh my there god! There's three That's things. Awful movie. Three things I remember from that night. Um, the first one was the Joker. I thought the Joker was Miley Cyrus for the longest. I thought Jared. Why does dude? That would have been better. That would have been better. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. The only good movie that Jared Leto has ever acted in is uh, uh, Fight Club when he gets the shit rock. Oh, yeah. Only good movie. Only movie that I've watched with Jared Leto where I'm like, he actually did a really good job in that. And yeah. he has like, he has more lines than most people in that movie, like most of the side characters. Mm-hmm. But uh, only movie where I was like, he didn't take it too far. I feel like every other movie he does, he takes it way too far. Yeah. And then, okay, so so wait, hold on. Let me finish the like how I was able to quit yeah, smoking. Yeah, yeah. But so, um, yeah, I remember thinking that in Suicide Squad, the the first scene is like a Joker scene, uh, and they're all wearing these like big panda outfits. And Miley Cyrus, like the year before, had come out with that music video where they're all dancing with those big teddy bears. <laughs> so I was like, it's fucking Miley Cyrus. <laughs> And I was like, I really liked, I really liked the idea of Miley Cyrus being the Joker. And then, and then after that, uh, I remember being like every scene, every new scene that all the characters get into, they have to bust through a wall to get into. Like every, every new scene is them just busting through a wall and then they have their dialogue, whatever, and then bust through another wall, new scene. And then Wait, the, that's how the movie goes? That's how Suicide Squad... For me, I oh. only saw it the one time. Yeah. I mean, you're probably not wrong. <laughs> and um. then, uh, other than that, though, the the third thing I took from, from that is I quit smoking cigarettes. Because I remember going to the... It was so bad, you were like... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I got to think about something else. I was like, yeah, basically, like, yeah, I think, I think I'm done smoking cigarettes. And I actually did, and that's how I was able to use vaping to basically quit after that okay that's a good i'm glad you brought that up because i totally forgot about that (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah um but yeah i mean i because i had quit smoking for i think like three weeks and then the pandemic hit and then i just was like in the midst of that i was like fuck it i just started i i like i told i bought a pack and i was like yeah i'm just gonna smoke like every once in a while Mm -hmm. you know like yeah right like you know yeah i mean i'll have friends that like will be out drinking or something and they'll buy a pack of cigarettes and they'll just leave them at my house and they'll just sit there for fucking ever and i'm like really proud that that's a thing you know that like you can just like keep them have you ever seen that that uh, malcolm in the middle episode where hal is doesn't count oh yeah yeah. gotcha no but uh there's a malcolm in the middle middle episode where like one of the kids like start smoking uh cigarettes and then hal and lois had tried to quit for so long and yeah. it's dewey dewey starts smoking cigarettes uh, and uh um the, he finds like all these hidden stashes of cigarettes around the house <laughs> and it's because hal put them all there so that he could quit so that he knew that they were there but he didn't like oh and so and so then they <laughs> i just always think of that episode too is like there like i there's usually like a packer somebody will leave some like a pack of cigarettes at my house and then it'll just be like uh it'll just sit there for months months and months yeah that's a great fucking show malcolm in the middle mm-hmm. that was funny shit um but no i uh so i i've been quit i've been trying to quit for a little bit pandemic hit and i was kind of back on it um i took acid and i like smoked one or two cigarettes during the trip and i just like couldn't do it i was mm-hmm. like just this, like i I was feeling sick. Like I just couldn't finish the cigarettes next morning. I like tried to smoke one cigarette. I finished like half of it. And I just was like, I was just so disgusted and turned just off. Done. I just, man, to this day, I haven't had one. Yeah, I do. You know, I, I smoke pot and, you know, I, I've smoked plenty of 
you know, I, I, I smoke cigars every once in a while. It's kind of my I, thing. I would prefer a cigar over cigarettes any day. Exactly. Well, and that's kind of, that's kind of the thing I've realized. Like if I ever got into a nicotine habit again, it would be cigars. Like a hundred percent. Like I can never go back to cigarettes. Right. It's Me so gross. Well, cause like cigars are different. Like you still smell bad, but it's not as bad. It's almost like a smoky cologne. Yeah. You know well, I mean? and I, I think of like a cigar as like a, almost like a craft, like an art. Absolutely. Like, you, you think of like the people like in the tobacco field, it's like taking tobacco and like like you know taking a tobacco leaf and rolling it up and licking it and everything mm-hmm. whereas a cigarette's just like all right factory made yeah, like, yeah we're gonna throw in all these chemicals that make it addictive and yeah. it smells like shit yeah it's yeah. completely different in my mind have you ever smoked a cuban cigar no They're i want amazing. to i want to uh, that that is like uh, so i'd always had like my dad smoked cigars and so okay. like always had those uh um like points where you know he would like give me a cigar or something and i'd be like ah oh, this is cool whatever like and um but then i had a my one of my family members my aunt went to cuba and um uh i don't know what it was i think she got them like in the airport on the way back or something i don't remember what it was i'm not trying to out her or anything like that because <laughs> i think it's technically illegal to have um them. is it i don't think it still is I don't remember, but somehow she got me like it was. She didn't like smuggle it or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, but she it was like in the airport or something. They had like cigars for sale in like wherever they were flying through, and got me uh, a Cuban cigar. And I remember being like, "Wow, even if this isn't real, like this is one of the best cigars I've ever smoked in my life." And um, yeah, it was. Uh, that was like one of those things where it was like you smell it, and it kind of smells like like shit a little bit Mm. and it's just like uh fucking it's amazing it smokes so good it's like soft and like just smoothest smoothest like cigar you could possibly smoke damn i i I want to at some point um also i mean probably on par with like smuggling fireworks you know right true (laughs) yeah (laughs) like nobody's really gonna fucking put you in the can for that yeah yeah it's all gone i smoked it <laughs> Eat the cigar, Grandma. Eat the cigar. <laughs> yeah, I Wu Tang that cigar. <laughs> Just, <laughs> dude, I had I knew a guy in college who would actually do that. Oh yeah, I had a bunch Wu-Tang. of friends that used to do that. I never, I never Fuck did that. it. I never did it. it. Was I could like swallowing a live ash? You want to do it right now? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do that for the 200th episode i'm gonna wu-tang a fucking joint <laughs> the hell yeah wait no what's the what's the is there like a number associated with wu-tang what's there i feel like there was maybe not i don't fucking know probably there's zip code I, it's staten island zip code i don't know or like the area code mm. i don't know what that is i don't know i'm not from staten island so <laughs> have you been to new york I've never. Well, I've been. I've driven through New York State. Never been to okay. New York City. It is one of the places I do want to go, though. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I. I have never. I don't think I've ever been to New England. I think the furthest. I've been east. through New England. Okay. Yeah, when I was in like fifth grade, my family and I took a um, road trip to Maine. Mm, I don't I've know. always wanted to go to Maine. It looks it was beautiful. really cool. I don't know if I did. I ever tell that story on the last podcast. Uh, I don't think so. Basically, long story short, like we drove all the way to Maine because my mom wanted a lobster and uh, like a Maine lobster, like fresh caught, like, you know, Mm. boiled, put right on the table. Mm. And so we get all the way to Maine, right? And uh, we go to this restaurant, literally on the seafront, like right next to the (laughs) ocean. 
Nice. Fuck, I don't know what we're at, dude. I don't know who's winning. <laughs> we're both winning, man. Right, that's right. We're winning in life. Yeah. That's all that matters. Take the score off. Take the score off. Dissolve. Yeah. The score dissolve. <laughs> this is just, we're going to just let it all out. <laughs> no, anyways, we get all the way to Maine. We're at this restaurant. My mom orders this fresh lobster and, uh, cracks it open and it's still got the vein in it so it's still got all like the poop from the lobster in uh, it. doesn't even eat it doesn't even eat the lobster like we drove all the way there just for my mom to just be like i don't really want this <laughs> and then we just drove back and it was great time great time i got to see a lot of stuff it was the first time i'd really like traveled like a road trip like that like really gone across america you know and now i've done it a bunch of times but it, that was my first one. Well, you know, you got a cool dad because I'd be fucking yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're gonna eat that fucking lobster right now. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, dude. I mean, it, it was just—it was. That's the environment I grew up uh, in. I don't right, know. Right. <laughs> so, I think ultimately he was just like, well, yeah, fuck, if you don't want it, like, I'm not, he's like, I don't give a shit, it's like, we, I was still a road trip, you know? Yeah. Like, well, he got a cool but, dad, I'm, yeah, I'm proud of no, He's a good, he's a good man, he's a great man. Not my biological father, he can fuck off if he's watching this. Oh, it's too bad, man. I nah, know fuck that. it, nah, it's whatever. Yeah. But, uh, um... No, my stepdad is like basically like my real dad. Yeah, like well, the only only person I've ever seen as a father figure. Yeah, well, that's the most <laughs> ideal situation yeah. for sure. You know. But speaking of traveling, I yeah. did I did just come back from Austin, Austin, Texas. Mm. Yeah, uh, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, so the segue right into that one <laughs> smoothly <laughs> smoothly, smoothly. park into that <laughs> um yeah no i went to austin texas uh with a good group of friends um co-workers and friends of ours um so basically uh went there and um <gasps> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh so they're huge iowa state fans so they went to go to the um iowa state um texas longhorns game okay and i went with them same group of people that i went to vegas with from the last podcast if you're paying attention (laughs) and uh, taking notes (laughs) taking notes and uh so yeah i went there with them had a blast uh they're not really like into live music as much as i am so (laughs) so i got like a three-day general admission ticket (laughs) to austin city limits and uh i just i went to the festival by myself and it was really like one of the first times um i'd been in like a big city environment in a festival with you know i don't even it had to have been you know tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of people and um it was so much fun like i i really had a blast i did a lot of self-reflecting you know just being there by myself like i was able to just enjoy music and enjoy the culture of texas and um it was awesome so uh but yeah no i guess (laughs) but i will say so the i actually had a pretty crazy trip there i'm not gonna lie like we're just gonna dive right in so yeah yeah the plane ride out there we're on allegiant and um i guess i probably shouldn't have fucking out at allegiant whatever (laughs) Uh, chairs sucked i'm sitting i'm the tallest dude in the middle seat between two other old men right and so i'm like okay whatever like at least they won't like bug me or whatever but i'm sitting in the middle i'm like 
cramped in the seat so i'm just like sitting basically like this and both dudes are pushing their knees out towards me so i'm just like i'm just cramped as shit on the way out there i'm like i get off the plane i'm like that was the worst plane ride of my life <laughs> so so we go out there we we uh go to a couple bars um i go to austin city limits on friday have a blast i got to see wet leg and a bunch of other bands um and uh i just only wanted to shout out wet leg because they're like my favorite band right now but anyways anyways so we go there we're all having a good time um mind you i'm i've been battling a cold like this whole Mm. trip basically like the two days before we left i started feeling like i was starting to get sick so i'm like on the way like before we even leave did you keep drinking yeah yeah i did too. that was the worst part see well i so i'm um, sorry not to do no, real quick, uh, but like I, I took a trip to kansas city too and i was actually smart and like didn't drink as much but molly she just like was fucking because it was her friend's wedding and yeah shit, so she just like kept getting sick and i was just like <sighs> yeah you gotta calm down i was that. i was more just congested than mm, anything you know i was like coughing a little bit but not much and so it was more just like a, a mild cold and uh but yeah i did keep drinking and that was my like fatal mistake is by the end that'll fuck you up yeah so so friday saturday i go to the the iowa state texas longhorns game had a great time but they uh the night before so okay so yeah let me let's rewind a little bit (laughs) so friday night um we so we left texas on sunday there was it was a three-day festival so friday saturday sunday so i wasn't going to get to see any of the artists on sunday so one of the main artists i wanted to see that day was spoon because there was mm. they had like two shows cancel here in iowa mm. so i've never seen them always wanted to see them so i'm at uh um nathaniel ratliff and the night sweats at austin city limits on friday and um i just see this guy wearing a uh flaming lips yoshimi battles the pink robots t-shirt mm. and uh it's from la jolla playhouse is like where he saw it i was like hey like a lot of my family like lived in la jolla i just start start this conversation with him he's like yeah i'm a, i was actually just about to leave and go see spoon and i was like oh yeah like spoons tomorrow like i won't get to see them he's like no they're playing tonight in austin and i was like are you fucking kidding me? I was like, I've been wanting to see them for so long. Like, will you please take me? <laughs> Dude on the spot bought me a ticket to go see Spoon in in Austin, like downtown Austin. So, so he was like, yeah, if we want to go make this, we should probably leave right now. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's go. I literally leave with this stranger from Austin. Um, we get a pedicab all the way downtown. It's great. The dude paid the guy 50 euros <laughs> to like, like, <laughs> I know, right? Like, he's like, euros? Oh. he's like, no, I'm shitting you not. He's like, dude, he's like, I don't have any cash, but I got 50 euros. <laughs> the pedicab looks up the conversion rate for euros. He's like, yeah, dude, it's basically one to one. And oh. um, I was like, all right, if he gives you that, because it was like a $75 pedicab. Like, the, it's the one where the dudes are riding the bicycle and you, oh. have, to sit, you have to sit in the back. Oh, it was yeah. one of those? That's crazy. Yeah, dude. so so me and this guy just met. $75 for that? It's Austin City Limits. So it's like the biggest like time that people, like tourists. I, I met people that were from France, like a, a huge huge population of people Jesus. from all over the world are in are go there for that festival wow. it's basically like the texas version of like coachella or bonnaroo okay and uh so anyways yeah we're in this pedicab d pays him 50 euros i've like venmo him some money to like cover the rest of the cost 
and uh, we make our way down to ACL Live, and this is where it gets confusing because Austin City Limits, everybody calls it ACL, but then we went to this venue called ACL Live, mm. and that's and so we get there, we're sitting there, we're just like talking, shooting the shit, drinking a couple beers, dude. I've never met before, and we end up like getting you know pretty turnt, and we get to see Spoon, so that was fucking amazing um afterwards he's like pretty drunk and he's like all right let's let's go to this other bar like where i used to go to all the time i'm like sure fuck it whatever and he's like i'm gonna show you like the real austin i was like okay cool so he takes me to this bar we uber there have a great like great fucking time like this bar is kick-ass it's like one of the i don't even it was like red river and something in austin i don't know if anybody's watching from there but we're on in that in that place and just had a great time. I don't get back until like three in the morning. Okay. Like back to my hotel room at, until like three in the morning. So after that, um, the, uh, the group that I'm with is going to the Iowa state tailgate that next morning. So they wake me up at 6am. I didn't fucking know that the fucking tailgate started that fucking early it started so we we're like outside the tailgate at like 7 a.m i'm just still drunk basically (laughs) i was just like yeah fuck it whatever like let's go and so we go to the tailgate um and then i i end up going to the iowa state game i stay for like just a little over the first half and um end up getting a ride back to the hotel room and i was like uh so i was like you know taking a shower getting ready and everything and i ended up going to austin city limits that night but then that night i ended up staying probably up again until like 12 or so and and then we left the next morning we had to get up our our flight left at like 6 a.m so we had to get up at three so again i've slept like six hours on this flight i'm sick as shit i have been drinking the whole time and uh the plane ride back i was in the it's a two-hour plane ride because we flew out of south dakota dude i was puking in the bathroom the entire plane ride like only from not only from being sick but also from drinking so heavily like the last couple days and just dude it was so terrible i've never been more miserable in my entire life we we i'm I'm sitting on the plane i'm like trying to fall asleep against the window and right as we're about to take off the pilot's like yeah we're gonna have a little bit of turbulence like right over oklahoma i'm like oh whatever you know i've flown plenty of times and we hit that turbulence dude i'm like oh yep I, I gotta go throw up <laughs> so the, these two ladies that were sitting next to me were so sweet and so kind and uh i was like i'm sorry i really gotta go like we we're not even 20 minutes into this plane ride yet like i gotta go fasten seatbelt light is still on i go to the bathroom and the steward is just like oh god like, you know you know the fucking fasten seatbelt light is still on i was like yes i know i'm sorry i just i really gotta go go to the bathroom and then i just hear the stewardess just be like just so you know the fasten seatbelt sign is still on so please do not get up out of your seats and i'm just like in the bathroom like like (laughs) just puking my brains out i go sit back down the stewardess comes back up and she's like are you like feeling okay i was like i'm just a little nauseous you know she's like okay well let me know if you need anything i get up again and i go back and i have to puke again and dude, I I literally spent probably a total of twenty minutes in my actual seat. The rest of the time, I was in the bathroom just puking my brains out. Wow! And it was terrible, dude. It was terrible. And the, and I I took like a Sudafed like before, and I was like trying to take medicine like 
the ladies that were sitting next to me like do you want this like do you want an excedrin do you want like a dramamine or whatever to like stop your sickness and everything i was just like no no i'm okay i'm just you know not feeling that great and dude it was terrible worst worst fucking plane ride of my life and we get off the plane i'm just like sitting there like yep i'm gonna throw up again i'm gonna throw up again people are taking forever to get off the plane terrible terrible ride but yeah so (laughs) everything else was fun other than the plane rides (laughs) (laughs) jesus dude yeah dude that's fucking awesome though that you like you know like fuck that sounds worth it to me man i mean everybody i i just felt bad for everybody that was around me because (laughs) they knew i was sick like they knew and i was just i just kept apologizing to them i was like thank you so much like i'm so sorry like they're like no it's okay they're all just so sweet and so kind just really did take care of me and got me an ice pack and i got a free ginger ale (laughs) and a water and they were just, they are very sweet. And oh, so, like, that nice. made it a little bit better. But other than sitting in the bathroom, yakking my brains out, that was the... Yeah, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, don't... It, it's funny. Uh, so, for this Kansas City trip, I probably would have done the same thing if I had not been stupid, like, earlier in the week and, like, had a beer, like, while sick. Like, I, like, I just had a day where, like, I took an Adderall and I felt great. And, then, like, I was just like, ah, I'll just kick back and have a beer. And then, like, that night, I just was, like, in agony. Yeah. So sick. Off one beer. Well, and that's the thing is, like, you take, like, medicine, like, Sudafed and ibuprofen or whatever to, like, feel better. And then you feel better and you think you feel better. And then you start drinking and it's just terrible. Yeah. It's just terrible after that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, I, like, I mini learned the lesson before having to... But yeah, I mean, I, I, I've been there plenty of other times too, you know. Yeah. Alcohol got up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. Uh, this great. is the first time I've drank literally since that trip. <laughs> yeah, no, same here, actually. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, not a not a good time. I took a good, good <laughs> what is it today, Friday or Thursday? So I took a good four or five days from drinking. I was like, no, this is too much. Way too much yeah but, I, but also i was at this music festival by myself so i was like what yeah, else am i gonna do you, do, you, you know not? like yeah and i was trying to pace myself like i was drinking water throughout everything you know i'd probably drink more water than i did beer but then you know you only eat like once or twice during the festival and then you have like four or five beers and you're just like all right yeah and you've been in the heat all day too and you yeah. just start feeling it yeah yeah it was it goes to you quick yeah yeah definitely learned my lesson though i will never never get that sick on an airplane again because it fucking sucks fuck yeah well I, i'm glad you're here and feeling better yeah man. me too man for sure for me sure. fucking too Jaden, we're we're fast approaching the two hour mark holy here. shit again we have already about an hour 42 damn all right so <laughs> <laughs> is that how you end it <laughs> yeah just like that yeah. Got, bye guys no, right. uh, no uh jane swales head or uh, ceo of uh girl graphics my new boss oh <laughs> shit don't call me your boss i don't want to be your boss but hey but you know that's you. what i love about you man that's what i love about you i well, think we have a good relationship here absolutely and, and here's our new editor uh hey, for girl graphics yep. um coleman McAllister with McAllister hours yep I, i'm kind of worried you might lose some clientele who knows nah, fuck it, dude. <laughs> 
you know, you, you can't be a gorilla in the creative industry without, you know, a little edge. Breaking up a couple of bananas. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just don't tell them about my podcast. We're, we're good. Ah, fuck it. Whatever. It's fun. <laughs> uh, but, anyways, uh, what, you know, wh- where can people find you? What, what do you got coming in the works? You got anything? Uh, so currently we're, uh, within the next month or so next, yeah, next about a month. Um, we're going to be releasing the Allegra Hernandez music videos. Those are going to be super awesome. I'm really excited to have those out. Um, you can find us on, uh, Facebook at Gorilla Graphics DSM on Instagram at Gorilla Graphics and, uh, on our website at Gorilla or www.GorillaGRFX.com. I was gonna say I can do I can do the whole thing. Yeah, know. dude. G e r i l a g r f x dot com. Damn right. Yeah, two R's, two L's. <laughs> okay, Jay, it's been a pleasure, man. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Wait, let's do the finishing slap. All right, all <laughs> right. right wait, here. Say your final. Say your final line, and then let's do the slap. <laughs> all right, guys. Stay tuned. We'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>